What you been up to? I've been walking before, figuring out why I still can't troubleshooting that, uh, being partially successful of it. So I had a meeting with my boss, and after I just did some things. So I'm working on another publication now, the one that I need to be able to finish my PhD. But right now, I'm in this idyllic world, okay? Have you seen the video I sent you? Um, I saw some of it, and then you said you were, you were ready, and then I just called. Oh, okay. So just uh, uh, check it after. It's, um, <laughs> it's the hill we want to remember. Yeah. And, and we were alone. So, but you know, approximately the how big it is so that it's quite quite big mm-hmm. um we are today i think more than 40 people here and apparently there's an ongoing um parachuting workshop or something so what i what i sent you is um because i just wanted to make one video of the parachutes going down the hill mm-hmm. Um, and I think I got a girl's first attempt, a successful attempt at it. So, um, oh, and before, when coming up the hill, someone flew over me, like, really, really close. And he was like, hi, Masha. He <laughs> <laughs> uh, was my uh, classmate from high school, so I got to say uh, hi to him after as well. Mm. No, he's running down the hill. So, funny. screw social distancing. Is basically the the theme that I'm hearing. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, it's uh, it's not screw social distancing. I'm actually um, quite a big fan of this. I mean, social distancing is stay a few meters apart, mm-hmm. right? Which which we are at least those that are walking. There is an instructor standing a meter away from that girl. Mm-hmm. Um, doing something with the gear. Um, anyway, what's problematic here is that they're doing something that's quite risky for injuries and they would, you know, maybe possibly have to go to the ER, taking up time from doctors, exposing them, stuff like that. But otherwise, if you forget a little bit about that, um, it, it reminds me of my childhood summers of my childhood we, you know when we were all just playing outside two three months in the summer when there was no school everybody's at home you see people you know that at home the houses aren't empty um they're doing stuff oh there goes my neighbor like <laughs> just before today he was uh mourning the lawn um singing really loudly and dancing and the thing he was singing was the national anthem so that, that was pretty funny um so yeah if you forget a little bit about the whole problem which, which you actually can i think when you go outside in the sun um what is that it, it's really idyllic hmm? but is forgetting about it at this particular point, the smart thing to do? Uh, I Especially when you go really outside. Don't. Sorry? Especially when you go outside. Shouldn't that be the place where you remember it? No, not, not forgetting, forgetting in a way of, you know, not being careful. Um, but just as a, more of a form of relaxation. Hmm. Like... We are bombed by all the bad news all the time, and it is bad. Um, but I think we're, we're just going to have to learn how to live with that. 
But in the meantime, you have to learn how to to avoid it so you can. I, I guess, I don't know. It's, um... It's tricky yeah, it, because it's it not necessary. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Um, it depends on each individual. Yeah, that's why it's tricky. And yeah, and also the country a little bit, and and the, you know the collective habits or like responsibilities the population has. Like um, here, you you need we needed the prohibition of. Um, well, they, we, we're not allowed to go out of our municipality and to do certain sports. So this, what they're doing now is basically, it, it's not allowed right now. Mm-hmm. Um, it will be from tomorrow on. Well, not the parachuting, like stuff like tennis or um, golf, running, cycling, mm-hmm. where you can stay away from, from other people. Um, <clears throat> but... Um, yeah, it really depends because I have friends that went went kite surfing, or they're running in the mountains all the time, and that, that's like number one sport here. So uh, it's prohibited now to go to the mountains, for example. So that you don't need any kind of rescuing or you know getting medical staff up a mountain right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was necessary because we are not um, sedentary as a nation. Mm-hmm. And there are many, many individuals that um, would go over their limits doing stupid stuff, like a friend of mine, just for the sake of posting something to social media. Um, he went running up and down a mountain, and on his way, he climbed up a tree sat in this, you know, Buddha position and pretended he he's meditating up there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, that's something really, really stupid. Did and he fall? No. No. Oh. But he could have. They're overconfident in their abilities and not aware of what can happen. Accidents happen, and even if you get a small cut, you need to go to the ER, and that's, like, end of the story. But otherwise, I do think it's nice and helpful that we are allowed to go outside for walks. I have a question about the um, approach they're taking um, with trying to find a way to treat this. Um like antibiotics. Um that's for bacteria, isn't it? Isn't it? Yeah, yeah, sure. It does it treat it viruses? No. That's what I it thought. It doesn't. Yeah, but um they can use it with corona disease mm-hmm. because many people get uh pneumonia after the virus. Mm. And that one is bacterial. It can be bacterial. So at that point, they're for sure given antibiotics. Okay, because I didn't know the details. I just yeah, but otherwise, um, most antibiotics work on the on the cell wall of bacteria, Mm -hmm. and viruses they don't have a cell wall, so you cannot target virus with an antibiotic. Um, but, but there are other drugs that work on viruses, um, on specific proteins that viruses have. You have inhibitors for those proteins, etc. And now the treatment has. There's been some advance in, like, a symptomatic treatment, because what you see with people that are that have COVID-19 is something that's called a cytokine storm. Uh, so um, cytokines are sort of inflammatory messengers in the body. Um, and um, they are the one causing the inflammation. They're like the, the effectors of inflammation, you know, with, with, the, with the, the disease. 
Um, so there are some drugs that kind of work on inhibiting them. Um, one specifically was, I, I think, actually used pretty successfully in Italy, an antibody against um, one of those cytokines. Um, so it, it antagonizes the inflammatory factor, and that's how it helps with overcoming the difficult stage of the disease. I um I read but, go go ahead, but yeah, you said but mm, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Your long pause yeah. threw me off. Oh, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> I, I thought that might happen. So, um, they are working on other drugs as well, but there's nothing really specific for the disease yet. And even with the vaccine, um, it, it might happen that it won't work. Like the flu vaccine, for each year, when they prepare it, they have to... Uh, kind of uh, get the lottery of which specific strain of the, the virus will be active in the forthcoming season. You know, they have to hit the lottery with that. So if it's the same with coronaviruses, which probably it is, um, it might not be um, the best solution for, for this pandemic. So I think that we're just going to have to start living with that getting used to the new to the new reality and wait till till we come up with something better mm. hazmat suits um i read somewhere that italy came up with uh, their attempting trials for uh, the plasma and the blood of people who have recovered um, they're trying to use that uh-huh. as a way to to fight the virus. Um, yeah, I've heard a little bit about that. Um, so basically, it's giving um, new patients antibodies from people that um, have already developed them, so that that have already been um, healed in a way. Uh, but it's um, it, it's really um, not a very well-known strategy, and it's also pretty expensive. So that's what up with the antibody and the uh, uh, cytokine interleukin-6 blocker I was uh, telling you about before. Mm-hmm. Um, it costs like, um, I, I, I'm guessing now a little bit but it must be between 500 and 1000 euros per dose i don't know how much they would need the patients but it's it's really expensive whereas you have some data on the effectiveness of uh, anti-malarics mm-hmm. um they are really really cheap so you can uh, predict what's going to happen we we simply cannot afford the most effective treatment in 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 this particular case if you compare the two there's this parameter you know that we use um i i i forgot the name but oh it's quality i think it's uh it's some kind of like a parameter of um a quality of patient's life for the remaining part of their life if you treat them with a certain drug and not. So if someone has cancer, Mm -hmm. you develop a drug that in average uh, prolongs their life for about three months, but the quality of their life is shitty. Um, that drug would not be approved for that indication. And also, 
besides that, there's also, of course, always the economic parameters. So each country has to do an evaluation of either it's either it's reasonable, economically reasonable to treat the patient or not. So that's why um, they're um, refusing patients over a certain age mm -hmm. or they were doing that in certain uh, northern Italian hospitals. Yeah, I've heard. With the resources they've had, they've chosen to treat people that can contribute to Italy, Italy's economy when they get cured. So it's, uh, Are you referring to triage? Yeah. yeah. But there's also not just like a hospital triage, but also the one where you have limited resources for medicines, mm -hmm. for drugs. Yeah. And you have to decide, you know, who gets the, yeah. the treatment and who yeah, doesn't. exactly. Uh, but just for clarification, you're in Slovenia, right? Yeah. And overall, and overall, what's <laughs> what's the response and uh, been like? Because every government has a a different response to this whole thing. Some better than others, but I haven't really heard yeah, much why about. Yeah, I was joking with affirmative because uh, 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 I guess so. I guess every country has a different response, but I don't know that much about other countries. So. Maybe finish your question so I don't interrupt you again. <laughs> no, I just want to know what the response has been like. Is it something that people, uh -huh. they got behind and they supported? Or is it uh, some pushback? Like, how do you, you feel about the government's response? Is it adequate, inadequate? Uh, so, the, the response to the disease is fine. Mm -hmm. For the most part. Um, so, what, what we've had is, like, cancelled schools, um closed shops, except the ones that sell food. Mm -hmm. um, they, they will start reopening some shops next week or and, and some in May. Um, but it's pretty much been try working from home everywhere you can. Some production sites were closed and are now starting to reopen slowly. Um, but yeah, that's that and uh, the restriction of going out of our municipality. So basically we are allowed to go outside for walks. Um, but um, obviously people are doing parachute jumping and running around me. So uh, it, it's quite loose. Mm -hmm. um, but, but you cannot get caught um, driving your car outside of your municipality that's what 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 police would catch you for if they just see you outside running or walking or cycling you probably won't get a fine um and uh what else oh yeah the the problem that's now slowly slowly being taken care of is that all ambulance mm -hmm. like specialty physicians specialty doctors are not working as well so you know that it's kind of predicted with covid that more people will die because of isolation than of the disease mm. but if you do not um accept certain restrictions those that we have now like no socializing um except for the people that you live with um this would be the opposite. So in that case, with no limitations, more people would die of the disease than uh, from the lack of treatment for their whatever disease they, they might have or whatever health problems they might have. Um, so yeah, this part is now reopening all the... Uh, medical services will start working again on uh, on Monday. Mm -hmm. um, and I do agree with most of the uh, limitations and the precautions or measurements the government has taken about COVID. Mm -hmm. um, 
it's really important to say that I agree with those that I know of. Okay. Because uh, they're doing way more than 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 they're letting us know. Um. So, and that's that's the other part. That's the problematic part. Um, I'm sure they're doing more uh, with regards to COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, like uh, tracking our phones, even though this law did not was not passed, did not pass. Um, but I'm sure they're still doing it. And now they want they want um, health data for every indeed individual from the uh, health insurance companies, which is extremely problematic. Because it's not just COVID data. Yeah. It, it's it's all of it, and you can. Uh, there, it, it's it's new levels of discrimination coming up from this, like health-based discrimination when you try to uh, to land a job, for example. Mm-hmm. I, I'm sure this is coming up. Um, and um, the government is especially shitty because they've just taken over, the previous Prime Minister resigned in the beginning of March, just before the outbreak. I don't know uh, if he screwed up, if he did not predict that, because it was, um, he resigned because of some stupid things, he could not, uh, he, he could not make happen, funnily, because um, extreme left parties were uh, against it mm-hmm. and now the extreme right party has taken over and it, it's it's horrible like you know activating the army putting again again putting um like a barbed wire on the border on the southern border with with, with croatia the literal um, one because of, sorry the literal barbed wire or do you oh, mean this true. figuratively? No. Literal? For real. Huh. Yeah. They started doing that a few years back with the uh, um, with the migration crisis. Mm-hmm. And then people stood up to that and somehow it ended or it, it got uh, torn down. And now they're putting it up again. And they've activated the army. Um reasoning this with we need police officers in other places right now and not at the border so they've given the army um all of the uh i I can't find the word now all the the things that a police officer can do like they've authorized the army to do stuff the police can do otherwise and uh, the excuse was that you needed the police in other places like cities and parks to uh, to manage and you know to to write fines for people that are not uh, sticking to quarantine rules. Um, yeah, so it, it it looks horrible. It is horrible, um, but it's not just that. It's Loads, loads of corruption. Like loads of they've, cor- they've what? They've changed so many officials, heads of different companies, like the one that I've told you about, um, the head of Secret Service, my relative, apparently. Mm-hmm. Still, it still is funny. Um, you know, just based on who will be obedient and listen to the new government, do what they what they want, what they need. Well, that sounds familiar. Um, it sounds familiar. It's it's really it's really um, they have in Hungary right now. Mm-hmm. In fact, it's been known to the public that Orban, so the what is he, a prime minister in in Hungary? Mm-hmm. He's not the president, right? Yeah, Prime Minister. Um, he he's been funding the 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 ruling party here. Mm-hmm. 
which is against the law. You cannot receive foreign funding for political endeavors mm -hmm. in, in our country. Um, and, and the current prime minister, he just came out of nowhere. He, he was not even voted, right, this party. Okay. If, if we had an election, this would not have happened. Um, Why didn't just you? just managed to... Because the previous prime minister resigned. Oh, oh he stepped in. Okay, okay, I'll follow you. Yeah, he stepped off and um, this one, the new one, managed somehow to assemble a coalition. So that's why they've taken over. To exemplify this craziness of what we have now, the current prime minister uh, is a person that's a convicted criminal. He's been to a prison for prison. taking... For taking what? Sorry? I was going to ask what, what he went to prison for. Um, he was taking bribery for um, when the country was buying new military equipment. Mm, okay. The tanks. Yeah. And he's extremely, uh, like, master of hate speech. Like, racist, nationalistic, um, misogynistic, you, you name it and... He's all the istic, huh? He does it. Uh, so from yeah. what, I, what I've gathered thus far, the, um, the government response from the medical standpoint has been uh, satisfactory. Adequate. And yeah. um, as far as the, um, the restrictions, they are somewhat lenient, <laughs> unless you get caught driving outside of your area. But it seems that the heads of state are using this as a way to manipulate or take advantage of power, people's freedoms i'm still trying to wrap my head around the 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 medical um the the medical information like what would be the reason for obtaining people's medical info I, i'm just trying to put myself in their position to see how i would use that yeah so apparently to um identify contacts of a um, of an infected person that's the story or, or to yeah that's the story i don't know oh, why what's the uh, what's behind the curtain you mean yeah exactly because you can find out what whether somebody's someone is infected by just giving them a test you don't have to get their medical history yeah so that's what what it's all about all information on on a citizen these can be really valuable information if you want to even if you want to blackmail someone mm -hmm. like or employ based based on their medical history that's already happening and there are no laws to protect you from that there are laws yes but right now everybody's doubting at, uh, at the level at which they're being implemented mm. just to, to wrap my my thoughts up um what I wanted to say is, yeah, the government's response to the medical crisis con concerning COVID was adequate, but it's quite hard to mess that up, right? <laughs> you do what other countries that were successful did. Yeah. What's, what's more problematic is, um, yeah, that the government is using that to gain absolute power. We started protesting. Mm -hmm. As far as we were still allowed to to walk freely, like we we can go for a walk to a nearest park. That's the official rule, right? Yeah. Nobody still gets you if you walk around the city. Mm -hmm. But if you would go near the parliament, they would naturally start asking you why you're there. There are certain areas where you cannot do that. Mm -hmm. But the people came up with an idea which I I found nice. I, I love the idea. There's nothing nice about having to, to do that. Um, so they, they went walking when it was still allowed to, to, to walk in the city, to walk um, anywhere. Mm -hmm. And at that square in front of the parliament, they, they were just um, um, lighting up candles, the ones that you put on a grave. 
Yeah. So in the, they, they started at a certain hour, uh, just before dark, and then in the evening you had, in, instead of people standing in front of the parliament, you had something that resembled a graveyard. Hmm. It, it was like a morning session for, for the country. Um, so yeah, um, the new government is certainly using the new the, the quarantine to to uh, I, I I don't know I can't really say yeah so under the guise of protecting the citizens they are basically taking advantage of it in order to benefit themselves and acquire more power that's what it sounds like yeah like I mean, our, we're yeah. doing this to protect and help you but secretly it's really for us yeah um. yeah and it's the same in Poland now you know they're trying to uh, pass the anti-abortion law right now because they know that people cannot protest <laughs> jesus in the states they have protests against social social distancing so they have anti-social distancing protesters right now in the states and they're just like screw it all so at least yeah there'll be pro you all have protests that actually make sense um but i digress <laughs> yeah <laughs> i digress uh, what I would uh, like to... Yeah, and that... Sorry. No, go ahead. no, no, no. I wouldn't hear what you have to say. Yeah, there, there's another big issue with all of that. It's um, people's stupidity. Um, I, I think the best way to tackle all of that would be to really educate people on how to use masks, where to use them, where not, the other protective equipment, what to do, how to sneeze how to wash our hands, and that's what's been happening. But it's really hard to fight those people that are now burning down 5G stations, are holding hands in protests against social distancing. Like, you, you have to first teach them biology, you know, for them to understand, <laughs> to understand what it's all about, that it's not a sort of a conspiracy theory against them to implement quarantine. You know, and then you have those that are just... I don't know whether they're stupid or is it the lack of solidarity. Like, so what if I get it? Those kind of people, those thinkers. Mm -hmm. um, because I'm young and I will, I will be okay, blah, blah, blah. And anyway, uh, we have to, as a population, get it as soon as possible. So we, we're over with that as soon as possible. And our economy can advance again and so on. And it's it's just a basic calculation. Like there are animated graphs showing what will happen or what will not if you implement certain rules. In the history books of 2033, how do you think this story will be told? Um, probably uh, we'll be able to handle it health-wise. So I think it will be told as a story of the downfall of the econom ec economy or the time when uh, we had to change the, the way we live like on a day-to-day -day basis. How has the situation impacted you professionally? Well, I cannot work in the lab right now. So I can't get results, I can't get data from my experiments, you know, for, uh, for my PhD. I have, to, I have to do the experiments I have to conduct, I will have to replace them with something else, with another method somehow. Which is hard if you're working in a lab with living cells. Yeah. How, do you, how do you address those questions at home? I mean, I, I have something in my mind like um, data from other researchers that I can analyze and you and try to get some information out of that. Um, but otherwise, it's it's quite uh, shitty. What's the longest you think you would be able to survive without working, given your current status? Survive as a society? No, you personally. Oh, for me? Huh. Well, 
I still consider myself quite lucky in, in, in that regard because my profession will probably still be sought after. Under the circumstances that it isn't, and things go south and they go south fast and they go south hard, how would your limits change in regards to what you wouldn't do now to survive? I don't, I don't get what you mean. Like, as of today, we all have uh, a limit. I'll do this in order to survive, but I won't do that. I'll do X, but I don't, won't do Y. <sighs> Would you still adhere to those limitations that you've set to yourself, or do you feel like you'd push the boundaries of your limitations and go beyond in order to survive? Yeah, probably. Probably I would go, I would push the limitations. What's the furthest you would go? You think? I don't know. Can you imagine? Um, I probably wouldn't do anything illegal. I'm quite uh, sure of that but what I had in mind is working jobs that right now I would not uh, I would not apply for mm -hmm. yeah and then the question of politics comes comes in again like would you say you're uh, um, like that you like the prime minister for example if that would mean that you would get a job if it's if it's um, about you surviving, but do you think that all is fair in times of crisis? In in regards to you saying you wouldn't do anything illegal. Uh, I I think so. Yeah, but that's only. Because I would probably have a place to stay. Mm -hmm. I already had to go back to my to my mom's place, so <laughs> I uh, it's not a very nice feeling to have to move back to your parents at my age. Mm. Otherwise, if I if I would need a place to stay, I might uh, push the boundaries a little bit more. Because you, you sound like a, uh, a mild-mannered, even-tempered type of individual. But a lot of people aren't. And their breaking point might be more fragile and it might come sooner than someone such as yourself. And I'm just worrying, not necessarily worrying, but I'm just thinking about how long would it take for a society to buckle underneath the slightest pressure or potential pressure or threat of of hardships to come because I remember growing up where there was one situation back at home where they said on such and such date there's going to be a gas shortage All right yeah. and um the day before that date arrived there was an abundance of gasoline but on that date everyone panicked so much that they caused the gas shortage. And I was like, had you just done what you did the day before and just relaxed, we wouldn't have this problem, but you've created the problem because you believe this narrative. And that's yeah. what few people understood that, but most didn't. So those that were more mindful and I'm sorry to say more intelligent, they suffered as long, they suffered as well with the rest of the people that cause the problem. So now I'm thinking about this situation, which which bundles health, it bundles uh, ability to, to produce for yourself and for your family. It wouldn't take much. To get toilet paper. Exactly. I'm kind of using you as a, a spokesperson for Slovenians, I guess, unfairly. <laughs> huh. <laughs> um. Yeah, I'm. I'm sorry to say that, but I don't think I can be a really good spokesperson for ah. <laughs> for a population. To to be absolutely um, fair, I it, I, <laughs> I didn't really expect you to be. I don't expect you to be, but at the same time, I kind of wanted you to reach into your bag and and uh, reflect on yeah. the people and just give a a hypothesis, so I'm, to speak. 
So we know what you fear. We know what uh, you don't want to happen from a political level, from a social level, and also personal when it comes to your profession. Is there anything that you feel that's positive that may emerge from this whole thing? Yeah, I I was uh, thinking about that just today uh, when I saw the news of um, now uh, people trying to get laptops for children that they that, that don't already have them mm-hmm. uh, because schools aren't really closed here. Uh, children are just being taught online. Yeah, it's similar to a lot of places. Sorry? I said that's similar to a lot of places, actually. Yeah. Um, So those that don't have a computer can't really keep on. Yeah. Right? So uh, I guess at the end of this quarantine, if it ends... Or after a month of a, of this quarantine, every child will have a computer and access to internet. What do you do to keep yourself smiling or laughing or having fun? I look at memes about the prime minister. <laughs> what do I do to keep myself smiling? I, I juggle. Like I I go to this uh, hill I like. I'm outside. Um, in the garden or walking around when there's sunshine. I talk to one friend a lot. Obviously, I'm spending more time with my family. Uh, is there anything that you miss the most? An activity or a person or a place? Time of flight. So activities where I can uh, fly for a little while, like, like trampoline, mm-hmm. like acrobatics. So you like juggling balls and bowling pins and stuff? Yeah. <laughs> what's the high? What's your highest count? I don't count. No, I mean in the sense of uh, objects that you juggle at one time. Two, three, four, five. Ah, yeah, no, I'm uh, at four now. Maybe that's why the cat doesn't come close to you. He doesn't want to be. <laughs> he doesn't want to be made the fifth element. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. But she loves the balls. Mm. Especially the ones that I have that um, are light balls. So mm. light. What do you I mean? Like light is in weight, or they light up? They light up. Oh, okay. Yeah, they light up, and then you can juggle in the dark, and it looks it looks it, it's mesmerizing mm. to watch. Is there any way yeah, that I mean, uh, is there any way that you can show people juggling? Yeah, you're you're glowing the yeah. dark balls. Yeah, I can film that. And I did yeah, but it what, where would they go to see it? I just put stuff on Instagram sometimes. Do you want to share it or do you rather keep that private? It's D-L-F-O-R-I, not D-I-E-L-F-O-R-I. So D-I-E? That's what... D-I-E-E-U-P-H-O-R-I-E. Okay. Oh my god! I don't know if I got it right. I always mix up I and E in English because it's exactly the opposite in Slovenian. Yeah, well, so, gonna find out soon enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm also into hair hats. Mm. Uh, my hair is getting longer now, so uh, I hope that I can still make a hat and out of my and, hair. Yours and mine. I'll have some to donate see. pretty soon. I want to see you with long hair. You want to pay. <laughs> I want to pay to see you with you long wanna hair. You want to yelp because that's the only way anybody seeing my hair. The next person to see my hair will be my barber. <laughs> mm, how much do you charge? He'll probably charge <laughs> me extra after all of this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I, there's another thing. I, I have a note. Uh-huh. A cheat sheet about Building what you can use to disinfect stuff. Sure. Can you tell about it? Okay. So, uh, just so you have something to, to send to your friend that was looking for Lysol the other time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Remember? 
remember. Yeah, I remember. And many, many things were uh, sold out, apparently. Mm. Okay. Uh, so, you can either use 70% ethanol or isopropanol for your hands and surfaces. So, uh, what people usually think is that more is better. Mm -hmm. But in this case, uh, if you can get your hands on absolute ethanol or absolute isopropanol, so absolute ethanol would be at 96%, right? So that's 96% of ethanol, 4% of water. That one is not as, if, as effective as if you dilute it to 70% with water. Um, it's because the more concentrated one is too kind of fatty, if I simplify it, to reach bacteria and viruses. Okay. It cannot touch their surface. Let's put it that way. Whilst the 70% one can. So if the people that need uh, disinfectants can get ethanol or isopropanol diluted to 70% and use that. Otherwise, you can also use uh, bleach. Mm -hmm. which contains, usually contains um, hypochlorite at around 5%, and you have to dilute them to 0.1%. So for all these dilutions, mm -hmm. you can also use online calculators. You don't have to do all it by heart. Uh, there are tools online that can help you with that. Yeah, I think uh, most uh, so, people are, are up on the... Uh the use of bleach. I think that's been a big seller as well lately along with toilet tissue. Uh-huh. Yeah. But that's not for to use uh, on one's skin. That's just for the surface. That's true. Okay. So you're then saying you for the skin you dilute it to 1%? 0.1%. 0 0.1%, okay. Yeah. And then you can use 0 0.5 hydrogen peroxide. Mm-hmm. Um, they usually sell hydrogen peroxide solutions in pharmacy shops, but I'm sure it, you'd be able to get it somewhere else as well. Yeah. Um, it's used in many, many products like hair dyes. Yeah, because it lightens things, um, right? Yeah. yeah. It bleaches. Yeah. <laughs> Same <laughs> as bleach, <laughs> but you don't use bleach on your head. Um, then you have... Uh, Quaternary ammonium mm -hmm. compounds. And where do you um, find those? There is a list, a really useful list that uh, the U.S. Environmental Protection Agency made. So if you look up U.S. EPA, mm -hmm. they came up with a list and they call it the N list. Um, there are all products that can be used against COVID listed there, and most of them contain uh, quaternary ammonium. Okay. So it's it's usually uh, stuff that's um, intended for disinfection. Mm -hmm. um, some ammonium around, I think around 5% is also contained in... Uh, Windex and wind um, and windows window cleaning products. So when I come out of the store, I wipe my groceries with Windex, basically. Oh, so you kind of like a yeah. Gus in my big fat Greek wedding. What? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Got to spray the Windex on everything. <laughs> yeah. All right, Gus. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so, for that. Um, that's basically all I have. So um, what I'm saying is that you don't have to pay fifteen dollars. What, what was it? Was it for Lysol? Fifteen, sixteen for dollars. Yeah, for Lysol. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you can make those disinfectants by diluting something. You can maybe buy. Uh, so you can make them at home. Yeah. Well, thank you for that. Yeah. Saving lives and saving money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if only I could. <laughs> I really do believe that um, explaining stuff to people 
educating them is is the way to go. It is. So it's the, the old yeah. saying: teach him, uh, give a man a fish, eats for a day; teach him to fish, and eats for a lifetime. Um, yeah. Thank you for teaching us to fish. Yeah, like that. But I just want to ask you something. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Am I allowed to do that? Sure. Okay. Um, what what's your take on this? What What do you think will um, if if it gets better, when do you think we'll be able to? To fly again, for example. I kind of look at it from a different perspective, uh, in the sense that I don't approach it from society's position and when they'll be able to mobilize it the way they were before. My biggest thing is the response of, of nature in this entire thing. How significantly our environments have improved in our absence, and. Uh -huh. And I hope that we, I don't, it gets some coverage, but it doesn't get enough coverage. And I think that what we're experiencing stems from how we coexisted with nature, how we treated this world and our environments. And it's, it's led to this situation ultimately. And if, and if we get out of this and we go back to it, then it's going to lead to it again and maybe something worse. So I feel like until we put emphasis on that, until we start talking about coming up with ways to protect the world around us above us and underneath us we're destined to, to to fall right back into this trap again yeah but when it comes to human to human interaction look there's going to be fear there's going to be misunderstanding all for the desire to protect oneself and the things that a person cares about i don't think much is going to change when it comes to human to human interaction i think the best we can do is maintain a balance which is what you see now. You see how you you see some people who are more interested in money, economics, profit, and then you have people who are giving their money in order to help people. And that in those two extremes are still balances. And I think that's that's not going to go anywhere. People just haven't really evolved to the point of where you can count on them to be a hundred percent givers and selfless and so forth. Yeah. Um, yeah. so I, I, that's inevitable. So I don't think about it. Um, the only thing, like I said to you is a question to me is how we will see how this has impacted our environment. And, uh, because we will see it, we do see it. And if we're going yeah. to readjust our approach, because I think before this took place, and the reason that we're here is because we lived an abnormal life. We had an abnormal lifestyle and we treated our environment in an abnormal way. Hopefully we can get to what is more naturally normal and we could flourish as people and as a planet.